0: Welcome back to the Word Live broadcast today. I want to continue on the subject of the ways of God. And we have to understand God as a Father. Uh, let's look at Hebrews chapter 12 and verses 5 through 11. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. So what he's saying here is if the Lord is love, sometimes he rebukes us and says, don't do that. And he will chasten us and say, don't do that anymore because he wants us to grow up into the child of God that he wants us to be. Especially when you first get born again and everything. And even after you uh, have been born again for a long time, you don't get by with the, some of the things you did in the beginning because he says, you need to grow up and start doing some different things. And you know, and sometimes we look at those things that the Lord does, he corrects us. And, uh, and he does it because he loves us, because his nature is love. Verse 7. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. He said, if you don't get the chastening of the Lord, then you're not a son. Furthermore, we have... Had human fathers who corrected us and we paid them respect, shall we not much more readily be in subject to the father of spirits and live? Now, say he's saying here that our natural father, and I don't know about you, but my dad, when I was a kid, now he, uh, he'd get the belt out, and when he got the belt out, you paid attention. And he's going, I told you not to do that. Now, come over here and you're going to get a whipping. And he did it to, because he loved us. And he'd say, now don't do that again, because if you do, you're going to get hurt. Well, we'd go ahead and do it anyway, and then end up getting hurt. And then he'd say, well, I'm gonna, next time you do it, I'm going to whip you. And tears running down her face. And he said, if you listened to me the first time, you wouldn't have got hurt to start with. Well, that's the way God is. He's going, I don't want you to do those things because they're hurting you and destroying you. And he chastens us so that we can grow up. And if we, if he didn't, he wouldn't be love. Now, each and every person here, just at the sound of my voice, which is different today than it was when I grew up. But our parents, they, uh, when my mom got the, a switch out, now she'd get a hickory switch, and those things, they hurt. And when she got one out, you paid attention to that too. Well, if our natural parents can correct us and, and help us to understand that they're doing it because they love us to help us grow up, why can't we understand that everything God does is for love? Now, now some people have this attitude. They say, well, God put sickness on you so he can teach you something. He didn't put sickness on you to teach you anything. He takes his word and corrects us and we will have a, a inside our heart we know that we've done wrong and we will lose fellowship with him for a while sometimes you'll break fellowship and he'll say don't do that again and when you do that you understand that it's not pleasing the father and then you have to get back in fellowship with him and he says do not do that again and it, and it chastises us because and then he'll take you into the word and say, this is what the word says. Do not do that again. And you go, okay, Father, forgive me. I'm sorry I did that. You get back into fellowship immediately that very second. The very second you do it, you say, Father, forgive me. But we know when we've done wrong. And you know when you've done wrong. But he does everything he does to, because he loves us. And verse 10 says, for they indeed for a few days chastened us. Has seemed best to them as our natural parents, but for our profit that we may be partakers of his holiness. Now see, he chastises us because he wants us to be partakers of his holiness. But he for our profit that we may be partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields a peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Now, what he's saying here is that the chastening of the Lord, afterward, it will yield peaceful fruit of righteousness. In other words, it will cause you not to want to do that again. And you won't do it again. And if you do do it, you'll go, oh my, I shouldn't have done that. Forgive me. And you'll instantly go, Father, forgive me. I I should have not done that. I repent. I'm changing. I'm correcting. And what it does, it produces holiness in you. So that you can walk in a greater realm of holiness. And also it produces the fruit of righteousness in you. And it trains you to walk more like him. And then what happens when you grow up into him more, then he can use you more in the ministry. You can be more effective when you uh, talk to other people, when you uh, minister to them or you witness to them. They go, yeah, he doesn't do those things. And I can understand that he is not uh, doing one thing one minute and witnessing to me the next minute and uh, being a hypocrite about it. Now see, that's what happens a lot of times. People, you ruin your witness by going out here and doing things that are not like God. And then you turn around and start talking about God to them. They go, well, I'm not listening to that because uh, you're not uh, walking in uh, righteousness and true holiness yourself. And the only thing you can do is say, you know, it's the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that made me righteous. But you know, God wants us to grow up into him. So that we can be a light unto other people as well and that they can see that we are his children that we love each other like we love ourselves that we are partakers of his holiness partakers of his righteousness so that we can be uh, children of light and that people can see that light in us now let's look at hebrews chapter 12 and verse 25 through 28. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, how much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven? Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shall not only shake the earth, but also heaven. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Now, this is what's going on in the body of Christ right now. The Lord is shaking things. He's shaking things, and He's shaking things, and He's shaking things. And He's saying, okay, now let's look at this. Who are you going to follow? Are you going to follow after me, or are you going to follow after the worldly things? Well, that's what He does when He chastens us. He's producing holiness in us so that we will see the things of the world and go, no, I don't want that. I want the things of God. And what it does, it produces holiness and the the peaceful fruit of righteousness in us. And what we end up doing, we end up following after him. And then those things of the world, they start falling off. But he's shaking things right now. You can see it. Everybody that I've talked to in the body of Christ that's walking with the Lord is going, no, he's shaking things. And he's seeing who is going to follow him. He's shaking the things of the world off of us. That's what he's doing. He shakes the things of the world off of us. And what does he do? And why does he do it? He does it because he loves us. He wants to see us walking in righteousness and true holiness. He wants to see us walking in victory in every area of our life. And not letting the things of this world come in. And us following after a man. Not following after religion not following anything except His Word and after His relationship. Now His relationship with us, that is what He wants as a Father. He wants it to be a relationship that will never be broken. He wants it to be a relationship that we come to Him with everything that we need. He wants us to look to Him for every need to be met. He wants us to look to Him for direction in our life in every area. He wants us to look to Him for our joy because He is our joy. Fellowship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, it gives you great joy. I got up this morning and spent a lot of time with the Lord and when I got done, I'm going, I am so happy inside. I'm so full of joy. I am so satisfied because I know that I've had my time with Him. And I'll tell you, people, this is what happens a lot of times. We get so busy that we don't spend the proper time in the Word and with God. Then uh, we're not happy, and then we lose sight of a, a loving Father that He wants to be there for us in every situation in life. And what you have to do is to say, I'm spending my time with Him, set that aside, and let him be the God that he wants to be and the father that he wants to wants to be to us. Now see, I have a son, Aaron, and I have a daughter, Emily. Our daughter, Emily, she goes to Oral Roberts University, but she still is able to stay at our home. And then uh, my wife works at ORU as well, and she can uh, uh, go to school at ORU and still come home and stay at home. But my son, Aaron, he moved out, and he is going to be getting married But you know, I miss him if I don't get to talk to him. And for years, we worked together. Uh, He he was my helper. But uh, we worked together and I spent a lot of time with him. And I still miss him so bad sometimes it's unreal because I want to spend that time with him. And that's the way the Father God is. I got so used to being with Aaron all the time that I miss him because I want to tell him things. I want to be with him. I want to teach him things. I want him to understand me and to me to understand him more fully and clearly. And that's the way the Father God is. He loves us so much. He wants that relationship to be to the place to where we come into his presence and go, Father, I'm here. I love you so much. And just love on Him and let Him love on you and let Him give you direction in your life and tell Him that He's pleased with you and tell Him how much you're pleased with Him and let Him show you what a good and loving Father that He is. And let Him, let, uh, by chastising you, l- show you His love and saying, you know, I'm trying to help you here to make sure that you walk in the fullness of the truth of God's Word and to know that His love is greater for you than anything that you could ever go through, because there's nothing you could ever go through that got, that is greater than God's love, because God is love, and nothing is greater than love. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at WACBA.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, WACBA.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, Please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the giving tab of our website, which is located at WACBA.org. Thank you.